0: Today, the truckers take to the streets of Canada. Spotify releases new rules after the Joe Rogan debacle, and Joe Rogan responds, and the elites in California party maskless uh, while they send your children to school with muzzles. We've got all that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. Happy Monday. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and uh, you're in for a good one today, folks. We are joined today by Yaku Buiens, host of The Bottom Line, also Blaze TV contributor, and Eric July, Blaze TV contributor and host of For Canon's Sake, which you can find on YouTube. I know you guys are the fan favorites. Everyone's like, where's Yaku? Where's Eric? We want them on together.
1: I'm happy to so. see this. I literally hugged him. Yeah. Yeah. He probably thought, bro. Yeah, so. he's yeah,
0: probably like, all right, no. Yaku, I like you, but not that no, much. Not
1: I, I don't bit. care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's bringing you in for a hug. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I want to get to let let's let's talk about this trucker protest that took over Ottawa over the weekend in Canada. Of course, Ottawa is uh, Canada's capital um i want to touch on this i know coming up later on in the show we are going to have one of the organizers from uh, this event join us Um, but you know it was interesting because i think there was a clip of of this story that they put on social media for this show and there were a lot of canadians who i think are very quick to think that we are the enemy because the media has treated them so poorly in Canada. They've treated the average person so poorly in Canada that we got a lot of responses like, um, there were way more trucks than that. What are you talking about? You're just spreading disinformation. And they were very, very, I'm like, whoa, we're on your side. The problem, uh, number one, was that the only information that we had was at the very beginning of the convoy when it obviously was smaller before it it picked up steam. And number two, I'm not actually in Canada, so I can't report things that I don't get from somewhere else at this point, right? Like we're vetting it the best that we can, but, um, but we, we have to rely on other people's reporting to some extent in order to bring people the news. So I just want to just the Canadians that are watching this, we're on your team. We are here to report what's going on. If we get something that you find to be incorrect, please just let us know like, what it is that the other uh, side is not reporting. Because, unfor- well, fortunately, I'm not in Canada. I'll just put it that way. I am, I am actually glad at this point in time that I am not in Canada because it is quite the hellhole these days. Uh, but luckily, a lot of them, a lot of you guys have said enough and you took the protest over where it belongs, which is obviously the capital in Ottawa. Uh, This is interesting because You had all of the truckers uh, in record numbers. You had all of these protesters that showed up. I know those of you who are watching, you're seeing the images of these protests uh, while we're talking. Those of you who are listening on audio, you gotta go find these pictures, these images. These are really, really, uh, really, really crucial for you to see how much momentum this particular movement has uh, picked up. So they're protesting, just to be clear, they are protesting All mandates, the mask mandates, the vaccine mandates, all of the mandates that they have implemented in Canada. Um, And, uh, you know, they were treated very poorly by the lawmakers in Canada, by, as I pointed out, the media. But um, Justin Trudeau, He says, uh, by the way, Justin Trudeau, who tested positive for COVID and uh, well, says that he tested positive for COVID at the same time that he was like running away from these truckers, from these protesters. Uh, They were all encouraging lawmakers. Please don't talk to the protesters. Put yourself in a safe location. They could be dangerous. Justin Trudeau, coincidentally enough, test positive for COVID at that same time and has to self-isolate. So he says, uh, I know this pandemic is frustrating. It's frustrating that after two years, we're not done fighting COVID-19, but over the past few days, Canadians have been shocked and frankly disgusted by the behavior displayed by some people protesting in our nation's capital. I want to be very clear, we're not intimidated by those who hurl abuse at small business workers and steal food from the homeless. We won't give in to those who fly racist flags, and we won't cave to those who engage in vandalism or dishonor the memory of our veterans. There is no place in Canada for this behavior, so to those responsible, it needs to stop. Stop. And to those who join the convoy but are uncomfortable with the symbols of hatred and division on this display, be courageous and speak out. Do not stand for or with intolerance and hate. It's sounding eerily like uh, January 6th here on our own soil. There may be a couple clowns that go in here. I personally saw a video of someone who was carrying a Confederate flag, which is like odd to see in Canada. I don't know the significance in Canada, but um, but they were met with booze. People were asking why he was there. They asked him to leave. Like, no one is really taking on all of these negative connotations that Justin Trudeau is claiming that this group represents. And yet they still want to paint them as uh, abusive to small business workers, uh, racist, uh, va- vandalizing. And, uh, you know, it's like, I, I don't, Somehow, I don't think that that's really what this trucker convoy is doing. The
1: only way to control the narrative is to take that 1%, the isolated, and even make it up. If it doesn't exist, they'll just make it up. It almost sounds like Black Lives Matter Matter wrote that statement. And look, he kind of telegraphed it, right? Before he left, they kind of started to talk January 6th. They started to talk insurrection. They wanted to predispose the Canadian people about, oh, here comes an insurrection. They want the world to go, oh, these rebels, these vandals,
0: a Let's small fringe of A small, small fringe, half a million mm-hmm. people
1: coming is not a small fringe. This is the greatest move by the people of Canada, I think, that we've ever seen in our in our lifetime. I mean, and it's the most significant. It has the most momentum to beat a dead horse. I live there. I kind of understand that culture. Look that. But, but how else Jeez. would they get the narrative back, Sarah, if not to go back to the race conversation? Mm-hmm. Go back to, you know, oh, they're looting. No, they're not. And, you know... Light drowns darkness and those people want freedom. They will self-identify those that are in their ranks that are not there for good. They remember, they know, they also know what happened in January 6th. They also know how people were mistreated, how people were thrown in prison in this country and still not even prosecuted today or even accused of a specific crime. So uh, this is Trudeau's Hail Mary. Of trying to virtue signal to the rest of Canada and the world, actually, the world population saying, you know, woe is me. This is an AOC moment, you know, of, of saying they're coming for me. Um, yeah, it's not going to work, though. I think this is going to stick. I think this one, this one's going to hurt yeah. for the bad
0: guys. I sure hope so. Eric?
1: Yeah, it's funny how he talks about other things being
2: abusive to small businesses and not... <laughs> Pointing to some of his Mm -hmm. destructive policies as well as his parties and everybody that generally supports Trudeau and his line of thinking. But these guys are on autopilot. I use that term all the time. This is why I thought NPCs, for people that didn't know or understand that term, it was more of a gaming term, right? It's like you're talking about non-playable characters. They are on a script, uh, if you will, and they can't really deviate from that because they're programmed. Mm -hmm. So this has worked for them for the last about half, half decade. Where that Hail Mary is, racism. (laughs) More racism. Something about it is panned as racism, intolerance. This is all stuff that we've heard Trudeau say before. But he has nothing else. And, like, to your point, I don't think it's particularly important that if there was some, like, one person that cared, they would have made it up anyway because they don't have anything else. And because they think that they control. Uh, the narrative. And in some parts they do because of media and they're in their pockets and all of that. And they're going to paint it one day. It actually took them a very long time to even start covering this whole ordeal because they wanted to neglect it as if it didn't happen. So they would have made it up uh, e- either way. It went, I mean, a guy literally that wore blackface is sitting here trying to scream that a bunch of folks are right. fighting for a legitimate thing uh, that impacts a lot of people's lives. He's trying to deem it as racism because that's all they have in order to try to delegitimize your movement. I think everybody at this table has experienced that, mm-hmm. whereas you say something, or you call something out, and some weirdo will then just, because they have nothing else, oh, my racism, my transphobia, you being in all this other nonsense because they have nothing else. And unfortunately, it worked. Over the last half decade, they've been able to pimp a lot of people into shape by just claiming something is exactly that, and it, that's all he asked. Yeah. And the minute they are diffused of sort of u- being able to utilize that or use that as an argument, they have nothing else because we're dealing with very stupid people. They don't have the ideas on their side. They're not convincing people by using some sort of reason or logic or something like that. No, they have to lie, cheat and steal mm-hmm. those Ed, Eddie Guerrero texts. That's the only way they can win.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's it's actually it's it's very interesting because you have these truckers who have caused the downtown part of Ottawa to just become just they're at a complete standstill. There's no more room for anything uh, local authorities I think had to call in they were forced to ask for backup from nearby communities because the crowds were so big, and the truckers say. We could stay here for a couple more months with all of the supplies that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got what over four million dollars that came in through their GoFundMe, which, by the way, uh, the Ottawa, uh, uh, at the capital, is seeking to take those funds of course. Uh, from these truckers. But um, you know they've got all of these funds coming in. They're like. We're pretty comfortable. We think we might just, uh, just, just, you know, set up here, and uh, maybe you guys just can't get your jobs done because look at what you're doing when you are going to work. Maybe we just want to keep you from doing that. And To be fair, like. Let's be honest here. The
2: people that would support like Trudeau or think that something that they're doing is negative don't even value truckers anyway. Let's right. be let's That's be a, serious. Right. I mean, we deal right. with that in our country yep. as well. Yep. These Uber uh, uh, leftist sort of uh, elite types, they don't even understand how they get their goods uh, delivered to them or anything like truckers in these countries as such. Like they are the backbone of your entire deal mm-hmm. because, 100%. you know, you guys aren't producers anyway. So they, it's not like they value that group of I- individuals. So they don't even think it through. Yeah. So they, they demonize all of these people. They act like they're connected to the common man when we know that they're not. So what we're
1: seeing now is that it's backfire to blow it up in their face because they need that group of people. Look, it's the Hillary version of infidels, right? It's the infidels, but 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 here's or the deplorables, the deplorables and infidels. But here's here's I think the point you're making that we maybe missed a little bit in the, in the US, but now it's here. Look at who's protesting. I think that's very important. It is, it is it's the blue blood, yeah. it's the heart of the nation. It's like in America, who was the true Trump supporter at that time, and the you know, average donation was $26. It was the heartland, it's mm-hmm. the flyover states. Mm-hmm. It was Nebraska and Oklahoma. This is the heart of Canada. It's the real people that the machine, that makes the machine work, that yeah. makes sure that there's food on your table. When those people in culture finally stand up who normally don't have time to do this kind of thing and say, I'm not going to take it on myself to go make right. a statement. Right. You should pay attention. These are fathers and mothers, people that work two jobs. These are not the elites. This is the true Canadian right now saying something is fundamentally wrong with our country. And that's what we saw in the U.S. And I don't think we we, we pressed on that hard enough. Listen to who's protesting. Yeah. Who's protesting against the masks in the U.S.? It's not the elites. Listen to right. the real Americans.
0: Yeah. And, and uh, on that note as well, I know we ha- we have to take a quick break, but on that note as well, you know, it is also interesting because Canadians are usually seen as like they're very docile, mm-hmm. they don't wanna ruffle any feathers, they don't wanna, they're not the type to take to the streets like this and we talked about this last week that it was a little embarrassing that here in the United States we've just let things go on and go on and go on, especially in places like New York and California where they've got very strict mandates in place and uh, they're just like, well, I mean, I wanna go out to eat at a restaurant so I guess I'll get a job that I don't really want and you uh, you know, you finally you see Canada standing up And we're like, where's America in this? Apparently, the Canadians have inspired uh, Australia. Australia has started. uh, They are getting uh, groups together, truckers together to try to do the same thing. Also now here in America, there is a convoy to D.C. Facebook group. They've uh, amassed over 90,000 followers and they're calling on American truckers to form a nationwide protest against these vaccine mandates so um that's i just wanted to provide everyone that information so if you are interested make sure that you find them on Facebook and join, because it's about damn time for Americans to stand up and say no more as well. All right. uh, Coming up, we will talk to one of the organizers of the Canadian Freedom Convoy. First, we want to thank our sponsor ZStack. So if the last two years have taught us anything, it is that you have to take control of your own health, because you can't trust the government to help you with it. It is clear all right, by now, you're not trusting the government, you're not trusting the CDC, you're not trusting big pharma, or at least you shouldn't be if you have been paying attention. That is where Z Stack comes in. Zstack is a specially formulated immune boosting supplement. It includes zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, vitamin D, all the things that you need. All right, this is formulated by Dr. Vladimir Zelenko. This is the world-renowned doctor that President Trump credited with his successful early treatment protocol and his decision to take hydroxychloroquine. Zstack is scientifically formulated, it's kosher, it's GMP certified. By the way, it is produced right here in the USA. Uh, Look, you don't want to wait until it is too late and then you're like, oh wait, crap, now I need to take control of my health because I'm really, really sick. Don't wait, all right? You gotta take control now of your health and your family's health. z is formulated to help combat any and all variants as well as the flu, okay? So you cannot go wrong having this, storing this in your pantry for when you need it. You can go to zstacklife.com slash Y, enter the promo code Y, you will get a discount off of your first order. That is zstacklife.com slash Y, promo code Y. We are thrilled to uh, welcome to the program joining both Yaku and Eric. It is Benjamin Dichter, who is, of course, the co-founder and spokesman of the Canadian trucker Freedom Convoy. Benjamin, thank you so much for being here.
3: No, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having us. Uh,
0: I, I can imagine that uh, you have not gotten much sleep over the weekend. And I, I guess before, because I think you guys started on what, Thursday? But um, I, I want to kind of ask you to break down how all of this sort of transpired and came about, because I had some Canadians, I have to say, who were very angry with me uh, when I was trying to report what we here in America were receiving as the news. And they were like, it's this, this <laughs> not about the vaccine mandates it's about all mandates get your story straight there's more trucks than than you're saying and i'm just like ah i'm on your side we're just trying to give the information that we have so um so tell us how how all of this transpired and and what like what was the what was the point where you guys said you know what i think we have something here
3: it started with a couple of truckers out west uh chris and bridget And they had this idea, Bridget was about to lose her job, along with many others who've been losing their job because of these restrictions. And the various other restrictions that they've uh, been subjected to for the past several years. And they said, we've had enough. There was a small convoy done a couple of years ago uh, with a a separate group. And they decided, let's do the convoy of all convoys. This is enough. This is the line. We're going to go to Ottawa and we're not coming back. We're not coming back until this problem is solved. Mm. So they started and they set up a go They called Tamara. Tamara set up the GoFundMe for them and they started working on everything. And very quickly, it started getting support and donations out of nowhere. It was shocking. And Tamara called me, I think, the next morning, if I'm not mistaken. And she said, listen. I need help. Uh, We got a team. We have an idea. It seems to be resonating with people. I need help with messaging. You have a truck. Uh, Let's uh, help us get involved. And they're on one end of the country. I'm on the opposite end of the country. So it kind of worked out really nicely to get us to all come together. And we just started giving it a go and doing what we could, starting to promote it and reach out. And uh, then the next thing we knew, there was a hundred grand, two hundred grand, three hundred grand, four hundred grand, and it just—it was accelerating. It wasn't stopping. And we thought, all right, well, looks like we're gonna—we we we surpassed the goal of twenty thousand dollars in a couple of trucks. Wow. And uh, people are inspired by this, so let's see how far it goes. And that's what happened.
0: Yeah, I mean, so how does it feel when you hear Justin Trudeau come out and call you guys a small fringe minority and come out and I don't know if you've seen his his recent tweets today, but he called you guys, you know, he's disgusted by the behavior displayed by some people protesting, uh, you know, accused everyone of hurling abuse at small business workers, flying racist flags, uh, vandalizing statues. I mean, he is really, really trying to convince the rest of the world and I guess the rest of Canada uh, that you guys are really horrible people.
3: Um, I'm I'm a little different than most of the people. I think he's the most hysterical, uh, the most funny person I've seen on the world stage in my entire life. I think he should quit, go do stand-up, uh, go on a, a global tour, call it, I don't know, Blackface Unmasked, right? And he can tell all his little stories. Um, he's completely ridiculous. Also, You know, I also was involved in the Conservative Party and ran as a candidate in the past. So I know a lot of these people Mm. and how they operate. And I'll tell you a little secret about how the Liberal Party and Justin Trudeau Trudeau operates. Okay, this is from a former cabinet member within the Liberal Party. Explain this to us. He is just a mascot. They all know he's an airhead, but he had the name Trudeau. So his staff, which is Jerry Butts, Katie Telford, Omar Algebra, uh, Eric Hoskins, they run the government. They do everything. And they do it with plausible deniability because, well, Justin went out and Justin told us to do it. But we know it's just an ad. It's, it's exactly the strategy that they brought to the United States, what you have with Biden. Mm. He has no idea. Like My, my grandfather, uh, when he had dementia, he could have done calculus 10 times faster than, than Biden. <laughs> and you know the test with Biden, by the way? When you get him in a press conference, ask Biden... Draw a clock. People who have dementia can't draw a face clock. And I'm willing to bet you he would fail miserably. Right. So anyways, Justin Trudeau is a riot. He's hysterical. I love him. I think he's wonderful. He gives me hours and hours of entertainment. And I'm going to be sad to see him go in some ways. But in other ways, uh, it's what we really need because the guy is nuts. He's completely lost his mind.
0: So are you Are you personally, are you in Ottawa right now still?
3: Uh, I just came back uh, to an undisclosed location just outside of Ottawa. Ah. I have some stuff to do and some meetings to have. And then I'm gonna be going back to the convoy. And what's really great is we have, uh, it looks like there's a con- another convoy coming from the United States mm-hmm. that is blocking one of the borders because the tra- there's so much traffic that it's going to take them hours and hours to process all these trucks coming into Canada. And I think this is good for you guys, because I think it's the start of seeing polit- a political shift in Canada that's going to make its way back into the United States, just like we got these postmodernist airheads, In our political class, their careers are going to be ending, not today, not tomorrow, but it's only a matter of time. The shift is there and it'll fix itself uh, or we will fix the process. And then that's going to make its way over to the United States.
0: So the truckers are you guys are prepared to stay. You're going to stay for as long as it takes for uh, the lawmakers to back down. Is that do I have that right?
3: Uh, Yes. I mean, we have a number of different strategies. And the reason we do have a plan A, B, C, D, and E is because the last thing we want to do is have conflict with police and put police in a difficult situation. Like I have family in policing. So a a lot of us do. A lot of truckers have family in policing, ex-military or people in the military right now. So we're really sympathetic to people in those positions and we don't want to put police in that position. That's why we've been focusing so much on making this uh, Trudeau truck stop, the biggest block star, block party in Canada's history, right? <laughs> keep it all positive and fun and we're just going to have to wait it out. Uh, we have all the time in the world, right? <laughs> Trucks are pretty self-sufficient. They have a house attached to them. Uh, we got lots of money in the bank so we can keep them fueled and fed. And we'll just wait. And we know the government's going to do the, the number one things that governments do best. What is that? Nothing. <laughs> they're just going to sit there. They're going to try to wait it out. And they're going to realize, wait, why does everybody in this hit, in this city now hate us? Oh, it's because they can't move and they can't get supplies. And that's when the government's going to be forced to act.
0: Yeah. What are so what are your thoughts, uh, Benjamin, on the Ottawa city councilor who is demanding seizure of your all of your GoFundMe donations, which, by the way, what it's it's over like four million dollars now, right?
3: No, it's just over $9 million, $9.2 million, I think is what I just looked at. So take that number that I just said
0: and double it and then some. Yes. Okay. Wow. That's amazing.
3: attention. You're like, you're like at least 48 hours behind with that number. Come on. $4 million? What do you think? This is some like amateur thing? No, it's, um, (laughs) it's amazing. It's like crazy. It's unbelievable what's going on. And um, I don't know, this Stasi wants to steal money from people who've, uh, organized this charitable event in his city. I don't think that's going to reflect very well on his reputation. I don't, I don't imagine his constituents would, uh, would endorse that regardless whether they agree with the trucks, to, trucks or not. You don't just go swoop in and steal people's donation money. Well, you crazy? Oh wait, yes he is. Cause he's a radical leftist and communist. He is crazy.
1: Yeah. Benjamin, Jakub Boyens here. I used to live in Toronto, so I've got a a particular liking to what's happening there. Can you tell me, if you can, how far was your journey, if you don't want to disclose where you live, but I want people just to understand that you're going out of your way. This is a real inconvenience to make change. This is not like you're just driving from one side of Ottawa to the other side of Ottawa. Just help us understand, for Americans to understand, the journey that the truckers are going through.
3: Imagine you're going from, I don't know, Los Angeles to New York and then make it longer. That's what this is for Mm -hmm. some of the people, for the people that started in uh, Vancouver. However, there's not one, um, one convoy. There was the initial convoy that started in Vancouver and met up with a team of people that we know in Alberta. Okay, great. But there was a convoy that came from the Maritimes, which is you know the far e- the eastern most eastern part of Canada. There was a, a huge convoy that came from Quebec, and I mm. think you've seen uh, what's going on in Quebec. Viva Fry's done an amazing job covering uh, that psychopath who's running that province. Uh, there was so the main convoy then uh, split up into multiple different convoys because I think it was in a part of Saskatchewan and Alberta it took something like five hours to make a right turn because we overloaded the, tr- the transportation infrastructure in the country. The highway system could not sustain this many trucks traveling at this direction altogether at once. It was fabulous.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Uh, all right, well, we, we've got to take a break, but Benjamin, tell everyone who's watching if they want to help support you guys, wh- where do they go, how can they get involved?
3: Just go to the GoFundMe, type in uh, Freedom Convoy Canada in GoFundMe. We have a website as well now, freedomconvoycanada.com. I believe we're just in the middle of setting it up because uh, we never thought it would be this big. So we're still, you know, there's a lot of, uh, of growing pains of trying to scale this to the size it needs to be. Yeah. But go to the GoFundMe. We're doing updates there when they're really important. You can go to my Twitter uh, which is BJ Dichter. You can also go to Tamara's Twitter, which is Tamara underscore MVC, and that's where we're posting all the updates, as well as a month mu- multiple other Twitter accounts. One of the big challenges we had was we knew if we put everything under one, let's say, Twitter account, mm-hmm. Freedom Convoy Canada, because everybody's asking why can't why is it so mm-hmm. difficult to get a center center point of information? If we did that, we knew we would bit, get banned. Yeah. So I figured, let's do this. Let's use multiple accounts. Let's find a few different hashtags. Let's change them dynamically, but make them so they're similar. Right. And that way we'll be able to avoid the censorship. And this is what it would look like If people were actually able to speak freely and communicate freely, this sort of thing would happen more frequently.
0: Yeah. Well, Benjamin, we are we're with you and uh, we support you guys. Thank you so much for standing up for freedom. We really appreciate it. And thanks for joining us. Uh, all right, so we have got to uh, take a quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So if you like a good snack throughout the day, but you don't want to expand your waistline while you're doing it, you've got to try Built Bar. I've got a ton of them in my pantry. I am stocked, uh, and you should be too, especially if one of your New Year's resolutions was maybe to lose a little bit of weight or just stay on track, you you can do that with Built Bar. They're all covered in 100% chocolate. They are a protein bar, but they taste like you're eating a candy bar. You will not believe it until you try it for yourself. you got to go to Built.com. Use promo code NEWS15. You'll save 15% off of your order. That is promo code NEWS15 over at built.com. The latest on the Spotify Joe Rogan debacle. So uh, Spotify, of course, over the weekend had a couple other old-timey artists, I guess I would say, who said that they, want, they were going to pull their music uh, in solidarity with Neil Young. I, who was it? Like jo- with Joni Mitchell was one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple other people that I'm not quite familiar with, so I'm not sure how many downloads they're actually getting per month, but uh, I would venture to say not close to Joe rogan size downloads. But uh, so Spotify, not only were like okay yeah you guys can can get rid of your music libraries with us but they did enact uh sweeping new rules on dangerous content they say such as deceptive medical information and they threatened to terminate the rule breakers so it does seem a little bit like they are capitulating in some regard uh they say that uh anything that they deem dangerous deceptive sensitive illegal um and you know promoting violence inciting hatred harass or engage in any other behavior that may place, <laughs> place people at risk of serious physical down. harm oh, or death. Come on now. Okay, uh, and also anyone who asserts that AIDS, COVID-19, cancer, or other serious life-threatening diseases are a hoax or not real. This one's great. Encourage the consumption of bleach products to cure various illnesses and diseases. Who's doing that, man? They just
1: threw AIDS in with COVID conveniently. Like, what are we doing here?
0: Suggest that vaccines approved by local health authorities are designed to cause death or recommend that people purposely get infected with COVID-19 in order to build immunity to it. Uh, And so they said if you're doing any of these things, that you may be terminated with them. And uh, Joe Rogan responded to all of this controversy surrounding Spotify and Neil Young and all of these old-timers pulling their music catalogs. Here's what he had to say.
4: The problem I have with the term misinformation, especially today, is that many of the things that we thought of as misinformation just a short while ago are now accepted as fact. Like, for instance, eight months ago, if you said, if you get vaccinated, you can still catch COVID and you can still spread COVID you would be removed from social media. They would, they would ban you from certain platforms. Now, that's accepted as fact. If you said, I don't think cloth masks work, you would be banned from social media. Now, that's openly and repeatedly stated on CNN. If you said, I think it's possible that COVID-19 came from a lab, you'd be banned from many social media platforms. Now, that's on the cover of Newsweek. All of those theories that at one point in time were banned, were openly discussed by those two men that I had on my podcast that have been accused of dangerous misinformation. I do not know if they're right. I don't know, because I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist. I'm just a person who sits down and talks to people and has conversations with them.
0: But that's not allowed in 2022, that's not allowed.
1: Here's two things I feel here. There's a, buckle up, Joe. Spotify's positioning isn't a corner. He can't turn left, right, up, down. He, you can barely breathe and break the, and violate mm-hmm. those rules. Number mm-hmm. one, okay?
0: On purpose, I'm sure.
1: He's following appreciates him because of the diversity of character and personality that he brings on his show and he allows them to stand on their own opinion. He does not lead the witness mm-hmm. and then he will disagree with him when he disagrees. But you can't control the words coming out of someone's mouth when it's that free of form like your show. And I hope mine will be like his. So I'm watching him coming at a full on head on collision with Spotify. Mm-hmm. Number one. And here's the second thing what Joe's talking about. It's about truth. Yeah. It's about truth. You can say misinformation. No, it's truth. And he is a truth seeker. Agree with him or don't agree with him. There's things him and I don't agree on. Right. But he at least minds for truth in every interview and he's for truth. They're not. So there is a diabolical, you know, discrepancy between the, and it will grow ever larger. It's Mm -hmm. not going to come together because they're placating to lies, which they can call it whatever. They're the ones lying versus truth.
0: Yeah, uh, Eric. It is so wild when you think about the fact that we are talking about Joe Rogan, who endorsed Bernie Sanders. <laughs> oh my gosh! Right, like they're, they're treating him as if he's some like <laughs> MAGA hat wearing, you know, crazy conspiracy theorist is is how they're portraying him. And it's like he endorsed Bernie Sanders. Like he's kind of one of you, or at least he used to be before you guys went. Off the reservation. Um, Well,
2: that's what what generally happens if you are in that position uh, and you have any just one position that's to the contrary of what they believe. Now, I want everybody to put this into perspective here. There are several people that are still on Spotify that have been literally found guilty of some very egregious crimes. As an example, R. Kelly. Yep. Music still. I saw that was seems like yep. already popped up on my Spotify the other day and I was like, oh, well, Abuse
1: some it, kids. No problem. No, that's
2: not even an itch. Sex trafficking. No. That's not even way no, no, no. they cross the line. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no you, can't, uh, you say they say it, medical misinformation, which just means saying something to the contrary of what the handlers want you to say. It doesn't mean that it's actually medical misinformation. Now Spotify bending the knee slightly even is something still worth discussing, but the angle that I want to take on this is the angle that I want to continue to remind people when we talk about this discussion. The reason why stuff like this happens is because folks that are generally on the side of not being a deranged leftist. So whether you call yourself conservative, a centrist, I think it's a bullcrap term, libertarian, whatever it is you call yourself, we have almost no cultural imprint, none. So what happens is, when these people figure that you are among them and you shouldn't have those positions, they'll do everything they can to get you out of there. And unfortunately, folks generally on our side were all like sad puppy dogs to them, saying, "Hey, don't abuse us." Uh, uh, but they don't ever, they don't ever stop. And generally, they bend the knee to whatever the authoritarian left wants. That should open the eyes of anybody that's not a deranged leftist. Or that there's a lot of work to be done from the cultural perspective because all we do right now is make an adjustment based upon what they do. And they get to pimp all of these uh, people from this, they use entertainers to do it all the time, but they pimp all of these people and they're doing what they want them them to do. And unfortunately it works so often. This is why we shouldn't be neglecting that stuff. I commend what what you're doing like in the makeup sense, what I'm doing obviously in the comic book and music, that stuff matters, man. And the thing that leftists don't do is they don't reciprocate. The only thing that we do, folks on our side, is we'll go support what they do. And then right. hope that they don't beat us up. Yeah. But you are among them. What they do, you end up like Joe Rogan. You end up like Gina Carano. You end up like what they're doing to this chick that was playing Wasp in the Marvel Cinematic mm-hmm. Universe. They want you gone because they don't want you among them. So because you're breaking
1: point, rank. Right. Yeah. So at
2: yeah. what point does the, the do not just the consumers but the creators, but especially the consumers say these people hate us? Yeah. We're gonna stop funding you because the people that they appeal to are generally broke anyway. They don't have money. So they at That's some true. point depend on us to fund them. So at what yeah. point do we say, enough is enough? We'll support these alternatives, but we can't just keep giving money to you, hoping that you. Will change because obviously they want, not and any, any any event that you are among them, they will do everything in their power to get you up out of there. Mm-hmm.
0: So, is your comic book out yet?
2: It's about to be. Hopefully, going into February, we can announce the pre-order uh, uh, campaign. But the book is being has basically officially been sent to print. We're doing some proofing right now. But, you know, the Ripperverse will be launched, and yeah, I'm I'm trying to compete with Marvel and DC. I'm not playing around. I'm trying to be a part of the problem as opposed to me just screaming at them on YouTube. Don't get me wrong, I'm still going to make fun of (laughs) them. I'm still going to make fun of them, still going to scream on YouTube.
0: Yeah, no, I just, it really is. An odyssey. No, but it's about voting with your dollar,
1: voting with your talent, voting with your time, voting with your resource, whatever that resource is. And so here it's talent, it's time, what we do in film. Yes, absolutely. No, but it's just that it's it's dedicating a show and say, it's about truth and so um but yeah they'll eat their young
0: they'll eat all right uh we got to take a quick break we'll be back (music) i know if you are a regular uh viewer of this program you are going to be super shocked to hear That a bunch of elites over in California were busted partying maskless uh, despite a statewide mandate for universal indoor masking. This was, of course, at the NFL playoff game. Uh, Pictures emerged. Uh, I think this was Magic Johnson who actually tweeted these out because what the hell does he care? Uh, I guess he doesn't care about saving Gavin Newsom's reputation. But there is he and uh, Gavin Newsom in in a suite over at the playoff game, no masks. There was, uh, there was more. There was, what, Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti, San Francisco Mayor London Breed, uh, <laughs> and a bunch sure. of, you know, billionaires that Magic Johnson was with. None of them were, I mean, look at their, can we go back to that picture? They're, I mean, they just, they don't, care they don't care at all that the following day today they made sure that you had to send your children to public school wearing a freaking muzzle where they can't breathe they have to go sit outside and eat their lunches in freezing temperatures in some places none of these people care that they are doing this to your children while they stand there and party with their celebrity friends are you pissed off yet
2: should be yep yeah. Should be like, should they not yeah. be pissed off? I mean, look, these people are not scared of COVID. I think we brought that up before on the show. The elites are not scared of COVID, they simply are not. Unfortunately, this has been a financial benefit it's a to, means all to all an of end. them, right? So they'll perpetuate it as yeah. long as they possibly can, Absolutely. and certainly if it means not conceding that they ever got anything wrong. So they'll continue to do this stuff and they'll expect you to do things. I mean, how many times do we got to catch Gavin doing something that is antithetical to the policies that it is that he advocates? We've seen this before. They're not going to stop because they can't stop. But you see them in terms of the actions and you know that this is not something that they are fearful of. You are the peasant. You are the peasant. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, to all you guys out there that think of California as like the upper echelon of like Americanism, I don't know what stuff you're on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably a lot of stuff that they just give you out there and have you you're able to do out there on the streets in uh San Francisco. Uh, Maybe that's what you want what you're on, but it's not. It's a crap show and a Mm -hmm. crap hole for lack of better Mm -hmm. terms. That's what it is. And look man, I hate to rag on actually no, I love to rag on
0: people. (laughs)
2: If you're still sending your children to these public schools as they tell you what they're gonna do and they're gonna abuse, I'm sorry, bro. I understand that not everybody has a certain means but look dude adjust look dude adjust if not for your children then for who yeah
1: you know look, what i mean three weeks ago the nfl not just contemplated but had nationwide discussions going on moving the super bowl away from california because of gavin newsom's rules for that state and said by the decrees that you've set for your state Surely you guys cannot host the Super Bowl. Jerry Jones raised his hand and said, bring it to Dallas. It was within a day and a vote and it came to Dallas. Hmm. But somewhere in there, they went like, well, wait a minute. Our rules are now going to hurt our pocketbook. And what about the party? We want to be at the Super Bowl. And all of a sudden the Super Bowl is there and they wear that mask. But, but the next day the kids go to school. So it is it is the biggest sham because it it's a means to an end. And the end is control. Controlling the narrative and financial gain. And they will milk this cow Absolutely. as long as she will produce. Yeah. And they will ride this train at the expense of their own people. That, in essence, is the purest form of evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When yeah. you exploit your own to your gain,
0: yeah. that is evil. Um, I, I want to go back to, Eric, something that you mentioned. Because I, I received a, uh, a viewer message the other day that really, I think would be helpful to share with people. They often accuse, you know, they accuse me of like, oh, you could only homeschool because you're an elitist or something, as if the elites are the ones who are homeschooling. I can assure you, (laughs) average Americans all across the country are homeschooling their children. I I received a a message from someone who said, I watch your show every day and love it. I homeschool my daughter and have for six years, and I take care of my two-year-old nephew, who will be homeschooled as well. If your kids matter enough to you, you find a way to make it work. Listen to this. Just wanted you to know that you're not an elitist. As a permanently disabled veteran, single mom living in $3,200 a month, you figure it out because there's nothing right. more important than them.
1: That's
2: right. If not for, like I said, if not for the children, then, then for, for who? what? Yeah. I, I think like a lot of people have been conditioned, and maybe it's because of the public education system, that they never even looked to homeschool mm-hmm. uh, and even more private schools where they'd be in like a co op se- situation. They never even looked to it because they thought it was like out of their it's realm. Way too, it's too yeah. much, it's yeah. expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Like, you don't have occult-
1: the time. Right, yeah, I but work, we, they I occultized homeschoolers yes. yeah. in the Man, 90s. Well, Definitely when yeah. I was coming up, yeah, yeah. They, those were the weirdos. Yeah. Right? like the weirdos. And yeah. so they've pre-conditioned yep. people yeah. to when this hour came, you know, we're homeschooling. Right. My wife was homeschooled. Yep. I mean, you better believe we're homeschooling. And so, but that's what happened. They occultized it, where it's actually, oh, now all of a sudden you kind of need it. It's right. not a cult. Right. It's just people that say, I'm gonna control the narrative of what you say to my kid and what you don't indoctrinate my kid with.
0: Yeah, so I just just a reminder for you guys, there are plenty of average uh, Americans out there who are making ends meet, but they're doing it, and they're homeschooling their children because they know you find a way to make it work when your children are important to you. All right, uh, we got to take a break. We'll be back. And don't send me hate mail. I get it. All oh, time. Every time I talk oh, about yeah,
2: this subject, yeah. my emails get blown up. Yeah.
0: Well, Eric, I'm really excited about all this comic book stuff you have coming out. you got to keep everyone posted, keep us posted on where people can go. I know there are going to be a lot of people who are going to want to get a hold of those. I will not
2: shut up about it uh, once, once it gets announced, hopefully again. February was what we're looking at, and yeah. yeah, I won't shut up.
0: Yeah, well, good. As you shouldn't. Uh, also, make sure to visit AmericanBeautyBySarah.com for your makeup needs. Uh, stop giving your money to companies who hate you. And check out Free Space yeah, as free well. Space. Social media, they're not going to uh, ban you because you're conservative, Absolutely. which is nice.
3: Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at TheBlaze.com slash podcasts.